Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. How you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's uh, We've made a record for the quickest opening ever. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you talking like the Micro Machine Man today? I don't know. Get about it. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> He's I got can't. a career in auctioning, apparently. All right. It is June 7th, 1996. Holy hell it is. Yeah, that's right. Summer is upon us. Feels like it today. Yeah, I know. It's a warm one. Yeah, it's nice and warm, and uh, I got all gross and sweaty because we went for a walk. Did you? I did. I wouldn't say gross. I was I was kind of grossed out. You think you think you were gross? I prefer not to sweat. Didn't you want to get new deodorant? Yeah, I forgot. Forgot to get the new, we we were going to get teen spirit. (laughs) Right? Yeah, I like the, I like the powder fresh smell. Do you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's nice. Nice (laughs) talky smell. But speaking of um, smells. Okay. (laughs) I was going to try to do one of yours. Um, What a transition. I don't know. I'm sure it smelled real good at the Walsh's party. <laughs> yeah, because of all the food and the and the very inappropriate uh, help that they hired. <laughs> right. One of them is just snapping at people. The other one's trying to fuck one of the party guests. <laughs> That's a bit much. Well, I mean, he was. Uh, I love how he comes right out and he's like, uh, he's like, I'm, I'm. I guess that's why I'm still romantic. Yeah. Oh yeah, he definitely likes her. Okay, so I guess we should tell them what's going on instead yeah. of. So where do you want to start? Start out with yeah. um, this episode was twenty years ago today. That's what it's called. Yeah, twenty years ago today. Because it wasn't twenty years ago. Today. Right, right, right. It wasn't nineteen seventy six. Right, that would be weird. The Walshes had afros and they were they were grooving to some ABBA. Well, I mean, they they were on their wedding. I'm sure. Which is what they're celebrating. Well, that is weird. It's their anniversary. Yeah, that's weird. They probably were. Yeah. Probably listening to disco. <laughs> Can to- you picture Jim disco dancing? Right. <laughs> so Jim, Jim's, Jim strikes me as a big, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, I can't think of his name now off the top of my head. Uh, Peter Frampton. He strikes me as a big Peter Frampton fan. I don't know who that is. Or Because uh, I'm not a grandpa. What's his name? What's uh, Fortunate Son, that guy? Dan Fogarty. No idea. But they're celebrating their wedding anniversary. John Fogarty. And both his parents and Cindy's mother. Dan Fogelberg, yeah. Go ahead. What in the fuck is going on over there? Like, I feel like I'm by myself. (laughs) (laughs) You're just muttering in the corner of men's names. It's it's as if William Faulkner wrote the script for our episode. (laughs) Stream of Consciousness. (sighs) <sighs> their parents are in town the kids had to pick the parents up from the airport the grandparents yes the parents yeah. parents yeah that's that's right <laughs> very good that's that's the relationship and apparently the mothers don't get along well do they ever i don't know maybe who knows <laughs> okay what? I don't know. you're weird <laughs> Yeah, they don't. They don't agree on things. And um, like one of them is judging them for getting a caterer. Yeah. I think that's weird. It's like they're having Jim's a party. Mom. Jim's mom 
thinks it's oh it's a very high class. They're getting a caterer. She's like, we could have done the cooking. It's only for 50, fifty people. Like, what the hell? What was she saying that they could have cooked? I can't even remember. A couple turkeys yeah. and her asparagus rolls. I don't even want to know what that is. <laughs> I like asparagus, and I don't even want to know what an asparagus roll is. I imagine like asparagus, like rolled up in some kind of bread with probably like not, cream cheese. I think bacon. It's probably asparagus, it's probably asparagus rolled in bacon. Oh, that sounds good. Cream cheese might be a part of it as well. Can you tell we're hungry over here? <laughs> Well, apparently you are. I am. I'm going to barbecue tonight. I'm going to do the cooking tonight. Be afraid. No, actually, he's a really good cook. No, well, I was about to be offended. <laughs> but, um, okay, so they have a huge party at the Walsh's. Yeah, it's giant. With uh, 50-ish guests. Uh-huh. And um, Andrea is there with... Uh, Without David. with with David, her, without her date with her date David Rubin yeah. and he comes in and they're like they're like oh it's so nice that they've been married for twenty years and he's like yeah whatever if you believe in marriage <laughs> yeah if you believe in marriage he says they're at a wedding anniversary party do you think that the people there believe in marriage <laughs> so she was a little disappointed like that really like threw her off and he didn't notice at all like he's not paying any attention no he's. He's too busy adjusting his yarmulke. <laughs> okay. I don't know. He's Jewish. I don't know anything else about him. <laughs> he's an RA. He's also very into English. He is. Yes. He's, he's reading William Faulkner. Right. This is the William Faulkner episode, everybody. Happy birthday, William Faulkner. I assume his birthday is somewhat around this time. Sure. Or a different time. Sure. Weirdo. One of the only um, uh, people to win two Pulitzer Prizes. Just throwing it out there. So getting to this party is interesting for some people. Like, yeah. uh, David it ends up having Aaron yeah. because his dad's going off to Mexico. What Cabo. the fuck? Like, it's his weekend to watch his daughter and he's going to Mexico with his girlfriend. Yeah, and his bitch ex-wife wouldn't trade weekends with him. You but know how it is, David. But he wants to go to Cabo with with his model girlfriend because she's got a, a shoot down there. How this guy is getting models. I'm telling there's there's more people that have money in Beverly Hills than this guy. <laughs> right. This Mr. Potato Head looking <laughs> motherfucker. Anyway, so and David's like, oh, okay, whatever. And um, he says, why don't you take her with you, Dad? Yeah. And he says... David, I really can't have a romantic weekend in Mexico with Aaron a lot with a crib in the room. Ugh. And it's like, yeah, I guess it's slightly inconvenient to fuck your 25-year-old girlfriend with your baby in the room. But guess what? That's what happens when you have a baby. Right. Like, maybe you should have thought about that before you started cheating on your wife and right. making your life more complicated. Yeah. Now you got to work harder for sex. Maybe you should have used one of those fancy birth control methods like pulling out. <laughs> Or, you know, condoms or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anything. Diaphragm. The sponge. <laughs> right? <laughs> Spermicide. There you go. Anyway. So he's he has pawned his child off on David. But he also has gotten a babysitter. He said the babysitter will be there. He just wants David to stay at the house. Which seems weird. It's like he knows. It's like he his spidey senses are telling him mm-hmm. this babysitter is going to blow him off. Right. I think he had sex with this babysitter. 
<laughs> and now she doesn't want to show up to the house, and he knows it's a possibility. Maybe. So or maybe he set him up on a set her up on a date with Brandon. Hey, no, there's a there's a chance she'll be in the pile. In the <laughs> right. So he's like, "Oh, she's just running late. She's not here yet. Can you uh, can you watch your sister while I go to the airport? I don't want to miss the plane." Yeah. David should have been like, "Miss the plane." Right. The plane. Sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. It's Ricardo Montalban flashbacks there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry, Dad. You, you don't get to go on your vacation because you're a parent. Right. He just pawns his kid off on anybody. Yeah. This guy sucks. He's a terrible person. So, David I and... I hate him so much. I know, me too. He's worse than Steve Sanders. Steve's not that bad. Wow, you, he's really grown on you, hasn't he? He has. They've done good with his character. Yeah, they he, made him completely gross, and then they made him totally likable. Well, they made him somewhat likable. Meh. He's still not 100% there yet, but we'll see. We'll see what Remember, happens. Remember, he, he, he outs a homosexual later. Yeah. So. So, okay. So Donna and David end up bringing Aaron with them to the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, David acts like an asshole to Donna, too, by the way. How so? She's like, which dress should I wear? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, he gets all pissed off and stuff, right? Remember? Yeah, well, at first he said, well, because first he says to her, I'd rather see you in nothing at all. Mm-hmm. And then when she put him in his place with whatever rejective comment she made, then he got mad. I mean, at this point, you can kind of understand. But he says, like, so he gets off the phone with his dad. His dad's like, you're going to have to pick up Aaron. And he's like, I don't care what fucking dress. Let's go. He says <laughs> something like that. He really snaps at her because he's pissed off at his dad. It's yeah. No, it's no good. He said the white one, though, and so did you. So I guess guys like white dresses. Easier to hide stains. I said red, but whatever. Nobody listens to me. <laughs> the lady in red. Red is always the choice. Come on. Really? Yeah. All right. So when they get to the party, uh, Donna's mom, no, Kelly's mom, Aaron's mom. <laughs> yes, that's correct. <laughs> Kelly and Aaron's mom is right. there as a guest. She's like, why is my child here? Right. And so he says, oh, he, you know, he went to whatever. And she's like, oh, that piece of shit. Right. So then she took the baby. And I, it seemed like she was taking over at that point. But then later David had her again. So I don't know. Was she like, going to? They were passing yeah. back and forth. Was she going to let him just have her for the weekend still, I wonder? Like, was she like, this is my weekend. <laughs> I'm going to have my time. She said he's going to hear from my lawyer. She well, that was on that. the way out because Aaron had a fever. And then she had took her home. Yeah, Aaron's sick. Aaron's sick of her dad's bullshit is what it is. But like, you know, whatever. She's it's... got a fever and the only cure is more alimony. <laughs> right. So who else was going to the party? Uh, Brandon. Yeah. You want to save that one or you want to go? Yeah, let's save that one. Um, Kelly. Okay. Yeah. Kelly's going to the party too. Kelly was um, asked to bring John Sears. John Sears said he had steely dan tickets (laughs) yeah whoa what a difference so this is like we started this is the season that we started when we first started watching in 94 this was the season that was live so we're a couple years behind what a what a difference two years makes (laughs) in music you know we got steely dan tickets and she's like i'm i'm going to a party i'll go with you oh you got a date now kelly well it's not that kind of party though what kind of party where he can uh, shove her in the closet? Right? Like, what does that even mean? Other people brought dates. Yeah. 
But it's because Dylan's going to be there. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't want to rub it in Dylan's face. And John's like, yeah, I don't want you to either. So that's why I want to be there. <laughs> so, yeah, he ends up not going with her, even though he tries to invite himself. Mm-hmm. And Dylan meets her at the door. Yeah, so yeah. they're getting a little, little chummy there. Yeah, because they met at the door. Well, I mean, they were nice to each other, and they were talking about, like, oh, you know, is it okay for us to walk in, or people can get the wrong idea? He says something like, I don't know, every time you you look so good, it hurts me, or something. I don't know. He says so, so, like, why he you gotta look so good? Something dumb like yeah. that. So, yeah, he was flirty a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think everybody's there now except Brandon. Okay. We got to back it up for Brandon. Brandon met, now those of you who listened in the beginning will know, mm-hmm. Lucinda Yeah. today. So. I had no idea who she was, but apparently she's some insane woman <laughs> that likes Brandon. And in the season finale, she shows up again in D.C. Mm-hmm. when Brandon goes to D.C. When him or her and the other one try to have a threesome with him. Yeah. And then he ends up having sex with, with uh, Jenny Garth, a.k.a. Kelly. That's so weird. I still don't see that. It's still gonna, it still seems like it's coming out of yeah, left field. Yeah. Him I mean, and it, Kelly ending it, up it, It'll build it, I'm sure. If something's going to happen with John Sears, all that shit. So yeah. It, stuff will happen. But anyway, um, yeah, so he meets her because he, every t- he goes to, to tutor the basketball player in whose name I can't remember in sociology. Every time he's tutoring this dude, they're just playing basketball. Yeah. Like I never see him tutor him at all. Is he actually teaching him anything? And is he getting paid? Right. And if he is getting paid, is he just getting paid to play basketball? Cause that's kind of fucked. He's like, why the guy, the basketball player is like, why don't you go get a workout wall? She's skinny fuck. And so he goes in there and does uh, inclined bench press with 20 pound uh, dumbbells each. Wow, that's a, that's a hell of a pump there, Brandon. What are you, a five-year-old girl? You know, not everybody is as strong as you, and you shouldn't be a dick about it. 25. So every guy that's out, any, I don't know how many guys listen to our show, but <laughs> any guy that's out there listening knows that 20 pounds is not enough to adequately work the, clavic- the cl- clavicular portion of your chest. The upper part of the chest. That's where the incline works the upper part of your chest. Or you can stay flat on the bench and do underhand uh, press where you, you instead of gripping it overhand like that, you grip it underhand, and then you go like that up. You know that, they can't see you, that right? also That also works the upper part of your chest. Anyway. 20 pounds is too little. That's all I'm saying. And I, it's not like I lift super heavy. I lift about 90 pounds on each each hand. Sick break. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, he meets Lucinda mm-hmm. and she invites him for coffee. Well, she asks him to spot her first. Yeah. That's, so she's, that, she's like picking him up. So that she can flat bench press 60 pounds and he's like, oh, she, you can really handle the weight. It's like, yeah, 60 pounds, Brandon. Come on. I know it's 40 more pounds than you're doing, but. <laughs> she- <laughs> What is going on? I'm just, I'm having fun. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you're having fun. Go ahead. She asks him for coffee. She does. 
And he says, I'm sorry, you know, I'm tutoring somebody. Can I call you sometime? To which she replies, no, I don't think so. Yeah, that's a red flag, Brandon. Right? Like, why can't why can't he call you? What's going on? Were you not aware of that? There's a crash on the course there, Brandon. <laughs> it's no good. But um, they do run into each other later. And she's drinking coffee. So he sits down to join her. Oh, we're having that coffee now. And she says, why don't you get some coffee? And he's like, ah, the line's too long. She's like, you can have some of mine. They share a cup. Yeah, it's they don't basically even know each making other. out. They don't even know each other. <laughs> Brandon has hepatitis C now. Right? So he drinks a coffee, and he's like, oh, it's sweet. And she's like, oh, that's not how you like it. And he goes, I don't like coffee at all. And then and then she makes some comment about him basically being a child. Which he is. And then finds out he's only 18. And she's 39. She's 27. Yeah, well. She's nine or 28? 27. 27. So she's nine years older than him. <laughs> Fuck off. What the audience doesn't know is the, the three minutes that I cut out hey, there of just no, silence. Come on. <laughs> I was also counting on my fingers and my toes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, yeah, I think she's married. I think I remember that from the future. But I'm pretty what? sure. <laughs> from the future? <laughs> from future episodes that we've already watched oh, in the yeah, past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Does that make sense? It's 1996. We started watching this in 94. In the future, we'll talk about it again. <laughs> oh goodness yeah anyway it's like that scene in back to the future where uh where doc explains <laughs> diverging timelines <laughs> and stuff um, why does he just have a whiteboard there <laughs> anyway, so, go ahead. so brandon had to pick up the uh gift for his parents from him and brenda which was Lame, really dumb. Lamest gift I've ever heard of in my life. It's their wedding photo made into a puzzle that's already put together in right. a frame. He says, if they ever take it apart, it'll take a lifetime of marriage to put it back together. By the way, later, it looks like those pieces are pretty big. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Like, that wouldn't take long at all. <laughs> it's like a child's puzzle. Right? <laughs> like one of those wooden block puzzles where it's like four pieces. <laughs> What does Brandon think of his parents? <laughs> Where does my face go? So he stops by Dylan's on the way home and brings it with him. What sense does that even make? I don't know. He says, I don't want my parents to see it before the party. And then he leaves it there. But I guess he didn't mean to leave it there. <laughs> I don't know why he did. Right. So then they, he goes back and Brenda's like, Oh, yeah, where's the gift? And he's like, ah, their gift. And she she was like, what? And he said, oh, I left it at Dylan's house. Uh, I'll have to go back and get it. She's like, oh, you know I wanted to give it to him before the party guests arrived. Yeah, she was all pissed. I don't know why. First of all, she couldn't have gotten it. But I, I also don't know why he couldn't have just brought it straight home. Yeah, I don't understand any of it. Dylan is... Uh, Hanging out outside of party stores or whatever the hell they call oh, them. Oh, yeah, I forgot about in that. California. In California. In Michigan here, we call them party stores. I guess they're convenience stores or yeah, liquor stores whatever. or whatever. Where you can get snacks and alcohol and stuff. Stuff for parties. That's yeah, why they call them party stores. You know, guns are, are great party favors. He didn't buy it in the store, did he? No, but he was hanging outside the store. Yeah, and then, and then 
another Mr. Potato-looking <laughs> fucker. This dude, this guy's hair looked like it was scared of his face. <laughs> like it was running away. So weird. Just the weirdest male pattern baldness I've ever seen. Yeah. But anyway, he comes out with his giant forehead and says, uh, I have a brain that's ten times the size of a normal human. And also, I keep guns in the back of my van. So he gets his James Bond gun. The Walther PPK. And, um... It's a decent gun. Yeah, and, like, he'd had it on the table when Brandon came over. He hid it underneath a newspaper. Yeah, or Guns and Ammo magazine or something. Right. He hid it under a sign that said, this is not a gun. <laughs> and so when Brandon came back to get the, uh, the giant puzzle... Mm-hmm. He knocked on the door. Dylan was in the shower. Mm-hmm. He tried to open the door. It wouldn't open. Mm-hmm. He goes to the fucking back door. Also won't open. So and guess decides... what he does? <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, no. You're gonna, I'll let you tell it. But I want to take a moment. Everyone out there, <laughs> guess what he does. What would you do in this situation? Trying to get in the house. It's your friend's house. It's locked. You know, it's a, he didn't see the car, so he doesn't know if he's there or not. And he's knocking on the door. Nobody's answering. What would you do? Just take a minute to think. What would you do? Shout it at your tape recorders right now. What would you do? I want to know what would you do, Mark? <laughs> well, you put me on the spot now. <laughs> <clears throat> I probably would have just waited. Like, waited outside. Like, if I thought he wasn't there, I would have waited. Maybe went to a payphone, tried to call. Tried to call his house, tried to call him. I don't know. Tried to, like, try to figure out, like, call somebody where he could be. Hmm. You know, I don't know. Like, does he have a phone in his car? Some of those rich people Oh, yeah, have he does. Phones. He does have a car phone. So maybe try to call his car phone. Knock longer. I wouldn't have done what he did. No. And I was thinking, like, I probably would have just given up mm-hmm. and gone back to the party and been like, hey, sorry. I'll get it whenever Dylan shows up. We'll go back to his house because mm-hmm. you know he's invited to the party. Right. But, nah. Brandon. Brandon breaks the fucking win- window on the door, like the glass on the door. Yeah. He sees a toolbox next to the door. I don't know why that's just sitting outside. Right. And picks up a socket wrench and says, eh, fuck this guy's house. Right. My friend. Let me just destroy his property and smashes his window. So he lets himself in. Dylan hears the smash and says, oh, this is my time to shine and grabs his gun. Because, you know, it's fucking Beverly Hills, major crime capital of the world. And somehow Dylan McKay has been, you know, carjacked and his house is now being broken into. Yeah, all these white people are so scared. (laughs) So anyway, he... (laughs) Brandon starts to open the door, and luckily, instead of just pumping this right. dude full of full of bullet holes, which he totally could have, he screams, "I've got a gun!" Right. And Brandon goes, "Don't shoot! It's me!" He did. Here's the thing: this was not good acting. Jason Priestley's de- usually a decent actor, but his response is, "Don't shoot! It's me!" Like that. It's Brandon. If someone, if one of my friends was like. I've got a gun, and he's, like, screaming. I'd be like, holy shit! Don't shoot! You know me! Like, his response should have been so much larger than, don't shoot, it's Brandon. I probably would have ran. 
I mean, honestly, I would go the other direction. You just would have thought, <laughs> maybe I am a robber. I, I did break his window. <laughs> maybe this isn't my friend. But yes, thankfully, Brandon does identify himself and Dylan does not shoot him. Right. Dylan is horrified with himself that he almost shot his friend. Brandon comes into the house he just broke into admonishing Dylan. Yeah. He's like, hey, you almost shot me, you dick. And it's like, what about my window? No one fucking ever says a word about the fact that Brandon broke his window and broke into his house. Yeah. It's like you could see the gears turning in his head. He's like. He's rich. Fuck him. Yeah. He can afford a new window. I mean, that was just terrible. Yeah. I, he would have been totally justified to kill Brandon. He would have. No court would convict him that a guy is breaking in his door. Yeah. You shoot. I mean, what the fuck? Brandon, you idiot. I mean, he would be in trouble because he's a minor with an unregistered gun. That's actually. Right. It's a felon. <laughs> I forgot about that part. But yeah. defending your home, you know. Well, yeah, if he if he was legal. But if he see like I think I think just owning an unregistered weapons like a like a two year or five year felony, if he committed a murder <laughs> you know, even defending his own home with an unregistered felony uh firearm, I think that's like fifteen. Oh my fifteen gosh. to twenty or something. Yeah, Dylan is not thinking very rationally right now. So then he's like he, this cures him of his... See, like you said, now his obsession's going to be completely over. <laughs> yeah. Which is how everything works in the, in this world. Because he's like, oh no, I almost shot you. I've, I've learned the error of my ways. I don't, I don't need a gun. <laughs> That's not going to fix what's broken inside of me. And then he goes, just Brandon, I got a problem. How do I get rid of a gun? And I said, oh, you just leave it outside of a school. <laughs> right? How do you get rid of a gun? Well, I, I believe that Brandon said throw it in the river or yeah, something. He says throw it off the pier. That doesn't sound smart. Yeah, then the fish are going to get it. They'll start committing crimes. <laughs> Some seahorse is going to get uh, carjacked, and, and then he's going to start uh, almost killing his friends. There should be a place you could turn weapons in, no questions asked. I don't well, I don't know if there's a place you can turn. Maybe there is. I don't, I don't know. I, I think you could take it to a police station. Brandon could easily be like, Hey, I found this. Yeah, they could wipe it clean mm-hmm. and then just say, hey. I found this gun near my home, like on the sidewalk where any kid could have picked it up. And I figured this is the place to bring it to. And they would have been like, thank you, sir. Right. Thank you, rich white man. We have no questions. For you. <laughs> there you go. It would have turned out perfectly for it. <laughs> but instead, they're going to go throw it in the off the pier. Yeah, that's in- right. Where a scuba diver can pick it up. <laughs> And then steal a disc from uh, from Sandra Bullock. Oh, yeah. The net. I was like, what is he talking about? We talked about the net last year. Yeah, we did. So, okay. Brandon lived through getting the puzzle, the giant fucking puzzle to <laughs> yeah. his parents. Can you imagine if he would have, can you imagine if he, he would have been killed retrieving a puzzle <laughs> of, his, of his parents' wedding? What a fucking obituary that would be. And, um, yeah. Oh, my. Brenda is there with her, her dude. What's his name? Stewie. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like him. Stewie. So something went down. Oh, yeah. With Stuart and Dylan. Yeah, because 
Dylan comes to Dylan's at the party. He's talking to Brandon. He's like, "Hey, so that that's the guy that uh, that Brenda likes, huh?" And he's like, "Yeah, uh, Stuart or whatever his name is." And he's like, "Yeah, I I know him. His uh, his dad almost got killed by Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Inexplicably." Oh my survived. goodness gracious! You and Jason Voorhees. Friday the Thirteenth Party. Jason He says. I I know him, and Brandon's like from where, and he said just the scene, the scene, the 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 crowd he hangs around with, or whatever. And he says I wouldn't want him dating my sister. Mm-hmm. Now, first of all, you don't want him dating that girl because you tapped that. <laughs> Let's be honest, right? But whatever. And then they see each other, and there's like. You know, this, like, stare down. And you can kind of see Stuart connecting the dots that this is the dude she was talking about, I hope, anyway. Yeah. Was that before or after the other thing happens? It was before the other thing happens. Hmm. So, he, yeah, he says to... Oh, yeah, that is why I never thought about that. <laughs> but he says to to Stuart, he's like, hey. He's like, hope you cleaned up your act or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I did. What business is it of yours? And he goes... uh, that girl that you're, you know, dating or whatever, she means a lot to me. So if you ever hurt her, you mm-hmm. have to come through me. Actually, I think it was after. Now that I think about it, I think it was after. Mm. Because they make the announcement. <laughs> Dylan's like, oh, more serious than you thought there, Brent. Yeah, so uh, Stuart asked Brenda to marry him. And they, she said yes. They've known each other for two weeks. And he gave her the Hope Diamond. Right. It's <laughs> a fucking huge diamond. All the girls were looking at it and somebody said, it's got to be at least three carats. Yeah. So I guess that's big. I don't know anything about diamonds. Uh, all I'm going to say is there was a lot of panties that needed to be washed after, after that party. Ew. Come on. Ew. All right. <laughs> and um, Andrea is like all sad because she's with a guy who doesn't believe in marriage and she's at an anniversary party and Brenda gets engaged to she's complaining about it to to Kelly right he's more analytical than I am that is a frightening thing she's like he's got more of a stick up his ass than I do (laughs) so she goes to get a drink and she meets and as soon as we saw him we were like that's the guy her soon to be baby daddy yes Jesse he was tending bar. When he said his name, too, I was like, yep, Jesse, that's it. That's." It. But as <laughs> soon as we saw him, we both said at the same time, that's him. <laughs> that's who it is. And he's like, oh, I'm such a romantic. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he basically says, it's basically like he followed her around all night and was like taking notes. Right. What do I need to, <laughs> I need to say? Because he said everything that uh, connected with, with her emotionally. And they were just staring at each other, like fucking with their eyes. He's like, my dad... And got engaged to my mom at their parents' twentieth wedding anniversary. I guess that's what makes me such a romantic. And he's all talking about this shit. <laughs> She's like, "Oh," he's like, "Well, you've got a beautiful smile. It really lights up the room." And he's hardcore flirting with her. Oh yeah. So yeah, I don't know how they're gonna see each other again, but obviously they do. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> he's gonna put a baby inside of her. Yeah, and a ring on her finger. Yeah. Both things. He's respectable. That's right. And he's going to live at the dorm with her or something. I don't know. No, I, they live off campus, I think. And she just drops out. Yeah. She drops out of Stanford and drops out of fucking fictional California University or whatever. It's kind of a shitty situation because she's like the smartest one. Yeah, and she ruins her life. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Andrea. I don't know. Maybe maybe she has a really happy life. I don't know. Maybe her bartender boyfriend <laughs> makes a lot of money or something. Maybe um, she'll go back to school after the baby's you know born and stuff. Maybe he invents uh, I don't know something, a new way to get on the internet. <laughs> maybe. Maybe he replace, replaces one that doesn't something. go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mom, get off the phone. <laughs> That's the worst when you're on the internet, I'm and talk- then all of a sudden, yeah, it just freezes, and you know that somebody fucking picked up the goddamn phone, and it's too late, and you're gonna have to start all over. You're in the middle of talking to Squirrel Girl eighty five and Link- Squirrel Girl, yeah, Squirrel Girl eighty five and Lincoln. I Nebraska. thought we talked about that bitch, <laughs> Lincoln, Nebraska. You start typing, all of a sudden you hear, goodbye. (laughs) And the door slam. (laughs) But then I turned around and it was you holding our cordless phone. Saying, never again. Pay attention to me. That squirrel girl. I don't talk to women. Fuck her. I don't talk to women online. That's the plan when we go to Nebraska. I will kick your ass. (laughs) No, I don't talk to women online. You better not. Because I think that's cheating, but, you know, even though, remember, two years ago, you didn't think so. Well, I changed my mind. Yeah, our relationship's different now, right? You could probably even see us getting married now. Maybe. We've been dating over two years. <laughs> uh, well, how do you feel about that? Cool. <laughs> Stuart and Brenda have been dating for two weeks, and he proposed. And she said yes. Yeah. It's just it doesn't make any sense to me. And so then she like she shows it off to her parents, and her parents are like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and the grandma's like, "I told you, I told you it was going to happen. Oh, let me announce it to the entire party." And then without waiting for anyone to say anything, she uh, upstages Cindy and Jim and their twentieth anniversary party by announcing it to everyone. Yeah, it's not good. No. Very rude. So what do you think is going to happen? I mean, obviously, she's not going to get married to this dude. Or if she does, they get divorced very quickly. He, well, they're not going to get married. He, he's very controlling mm-hmm. and, like, very just, like, manipulative and pushy. And I don't think she likes that. Like, she's, she's a very independent person. She's obviously, he's obviously into some sort of drug scene. Something. He keeps bitching about how his dad calls him a loser and all this stuff. Maybe he calls you a loser because uh, you're a loser of all the quaaludes and PCP you're doing, right? Or yeah, something's definitely off. Maybe he's on steroids and he's lifting more than uh, twenty pound dumbbells. <laughs> you remember when they first went to the nightclub on their like first date and these girls came up to him and they're like, "Oh, Stewie's the life of the party." Oh yeah. So like, maybe... oh, he's got ecstasy. He's passing it around. Or maybe he's, like, sleeping with a lot of girls. Maybe he is. We'll, could, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Dylan knows him from the scene, whatever scene. Dylan's been in every single scene, you know? <laughs> right. Alcoholics, drug uh, drug abusers. Pool uh, sharks. Drag racers. <laughs> like, he just knew that scene, too. Right. So weird. Yeah, I don't know. Remember those fucking kids that he was hanging out with in the... The early days when they thought he, they were breaking into a hotel room and it was his hit the hotel room yeah, where he lived. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have good friends. He has bad friends. Well, now he's got good friends. Yeah. Now he's got Brandon. 
and they can high five each other and then pretend like they're going to rip their brains out or whatever they do. Ew. You know, you don't remember that it's it's it, part of the opening now too where they it's either it might be him and Steve, I don't know, but they like they go and high five and then they go like that like that. <laughs> it's yeah. almost like a reverse C right to their forehead. I don't understand. It's, it's very weird. Yeah. But that is the episode. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that's pretty much all that happens. It's a lot. It's well, a lot that happens. Yeah, a lot, I mean, Andrea happens. is going to get knocked up. Right. And Brenda is engaged. There's a lot on the horizon. I want to know. I want to know how it's all going to play out. I want to know. I mean, it's actually more interesting knowing the know. end of the season and watching how we're going to get there from here. You ought to know. That's what it's called. Yeah. You ought to know. <laughs> right? Yeah. Alanis Morris set. Yes. All right. Anyway, that's the uh, episode for the week, Carol. Do your thing. So go ahead and write us at latefee1994 at aol.com. Mm-hmm. Go to our website, retrolatefee.com. You've got mail. And uh, tell your friends. Yeah, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.